This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, it is Tuesday, 13 June in the year of our Lord, 2023. I think you're saying, and I'm not, um, I'm not getting down the Miami authorities, Miami police. I, I'm not because the NYPD are the best in the world at doing this, even with all the madness of what's happened to them since Eric Adams. Um, but <laughs> I can just tell you from having done these types of things dozens and dozens of times, it's concerning. I think CNN's reporting now, no barricades between or no cordoned off areas between the types of protesters. Uh, not that New York was perfect. I, I realize people were in each other's face there, but you had a much deeper and bigger police presence. Now, what we're hearing from um, Mo and Natalie is that they've been cleared out, and what they're saying they were told is because of a bomb threat. Okay, Now, we haven't been able to verify that. Uh, the other media is not reporting it either, but they've been... They've been, um, they've been um, uh, the whole area of that where Real America's Voice was has been moved and they've been taken out of the area, I think, with other media also. So we're going to get uh, back. Susan made contact with them. Um, but this is a fluid situation and it's a dangerous situation. And this is because they're, you know, these crazies on the left, right? They're trying to make this a huge circus, right? And so we got to just take a deep breath and make sure what we want to do is get in and out today, have the president address the nation tonight. Uh, and as we've told you here, it's one of the reasons we're really proud of having uh, a Matt Gates here. We're on offense here. There is, um, and Gates laid it out, the Obama uh, team was able to hardwire in these operatives, and we got a big problem here. we got a massive problem with this administrative state and deep state, and I'm telling you from November, December 19 to basically the, the uh, selection of Joe Biden after his uh, devastating defeats, in um, in Iowa and New Hampshire, so about a hundred days, nine, you know, ninety to one hundred days, um, or I, actually, I guess under ninety days, um, in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, uh, this illegitimate regime was uh, selected, uh, and uh, and they made a determination to go after and destroy, continue to destroy Donald Trump because they hadn't been able to destroy him up to date. Let me go to Ben Burkwam. Uh, ben, um, once again, I, I'm very concerned about, and, and if you swing the camera around, I, d I never like it when these two groups can mix because the people that come, the, the, the MAGA people are hardworking Americans and patriotic Americans. They're down there taking times off their job or if they're retirees to come and support. You see these at rallies all over the nation where President Trump has set a new standard in American politics. The, um, the the opposing forces are, and I can tell you this having gone into these courts before, are always paid, they're always mean, they're always nasty, they're taking money, and they are hardcore, um, you know, they're, they're, they're hardcore core, uh, people that do this for a living, and they're nasty, and they're mean, and they're dangerous, 
Uh, ben, walk me through. And I saw. I don't like the fact that CNN's actually reporting. There's no barricade. There's no separation of the two groups out there. Walk me through. Uh, and anything you can report that you know about this supposed bomb threat that cleared out at least part of the media. Well, I'll, I'll just show you real quick again, Steve. And I'm here with, I want to introduce our friend here, Navy veteran, uh, goes by the name Freedom. I'm going to introduce her in a second, but I'm going to turn the camera around. You can see the police tape right here. Uh, that just got moved. We were actually on the other side of the courtroom. Now the police have taken over this whole courtyard. You can see all the media area has been pushed out. So basically right where our tent was uh, and, and across all the way over to the other street has been pushed back. And as you mentioned, everybody is just squeezed together now. And, and it is, you, you mentioned it, Steve, I've done a lot of these things. We were there on January 6th, we were covering that. We've covered a lot more. But every time I've been at any one of these events, if there's violence, it comes from the left, without question. And I would add one more uh, uh, word to characterize who we're dealing with. They're evil. They're pure evil. And that's what we're up against. It's good versus evil. Uh, so undoubtedly, uh, my guess is, uh, well, I don't even want to speculate, but it, it's, it's par for the course, unfortunately, in these kind of events where people want to disrupt them. They want to cause problems. Uh, that's the same reason why BLM and Antifa would show up if they do show up today. Uh, and as you said, we're just kind of all pushed out here together. But 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 hang hang on one second. Pull the camera back to where the media was. I, I need to see this, and I want to tell the audience. I just want to do a reset or frame this so they understand it. The media, Real America's Voice. I mean, we've been down there since yesterday, getting the right shot, making sure that we were right next to the mainstream media. Had NBC, MSNBC, all of it. It took an incredible amount of work by Parker and Rob Sig and the team. And now because of the the bomb threat, and, and quite frankly, I just don't think the authorities are on top of security there. All of a sudden, we get pushed out. We'll probably probably be very difficult for us this morning. Well, number one, we'll never get back to the shot that we had in the location we had. And we, we're not even sure, given the bomb threat, whether we'll even be able to pick up the anchor coverage that we had there. And this is one of my problems with even starting yesterday, Ben. Uh, I just never felt like... The authorities were on top of things as much as I've seen others. And you've seen more. I mean, you've been in Phoenix. Uh, you've been in Atlanta, Georgia. You've been in Washington, D.C. You've been in New York. These people are used to this. Miami, this is a whole new deal. I, I don't remember anything ever happening in Miami. It just it never felt to me like they were totally organized on this. Uh, your, your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I mean, it reminds me of January 6th, like we talked about. You know, that was a day where they had the the, uh, the threats, the warnings. Nancy Pelosi knew what to expect, and, and apparently they just didn't take it seriously or they intended for that to happen. I, I fall in the latter camp thinking they intended for it to happen. Uh, same thing here. This was, you know, they, they knew what was coming. They knew this was going to be a media frenzy. They know how the, the left, this has been something they've wanted for six years, starting with the Russia collusion hoax, with the coup against President Trump for four years, with the election theft that we saw in 2020. And now this, they're, they're salivating. Even the media out here is just salivating for the hopes that this will be the, finally the thing that takes down President Trump. So to not expect a circus, uh, it, it, you, you'd have to say that they'd have to be incredibly naive to, to not expect to, you know, to have a bigger presence out here. Uh, I, I don't disagree with you. And actually, I, I don't know if, uh, can I bring on our Navy friend? Because she was there January 6th, and she's also got a background in law enforcement as well. So, Yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's hear from Freedom. Freedom? Yes. Yeah. So I was there on January 6th. It was not what it was portrayed to be by the left. Um, I actually uh, was raided by the FBI uh, on January, and um 
for January 6th, last August, 18 months after January 6th. They came into my house 6 a.m., took a, a bunch of stuff and, you know, gave me nothing. And here I am. I still have nothing. And I don't know what's going on. But January 6th was not what the mainstream media portrayed it to be. Now, they tried to silence you, but you're out here again. What's your message to the American people? Come out. Quit cowering in your houses. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for this country. If you don't, we're not going to have a country. And all you veterans out there, all you veterans, come out. You took an oath to support and defend the Constitution. You better, you better do it. Because if not, our country is going to die. They're going to kill it. That's, what, that's my message. Come out. So thank you, freedom. Let, let me ask Dave, ben, 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 hang on. Just keep freedom there for a second. Ask her, uh, what is yeah. the sense of the other folks that have gathered in Miami today? What, what's her sense of uh, people's attitudes? Uh, on the on our side, on the MAGA side, they're they're pissed off. On the MAGA side, they are pissed off. Yes, pissed off. They are. They think that this is nothing but um, you know. A, 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 Trying to get Trump to, you know, either quit. It, it, they think, oh, if he quits, you know, he, he, then then it'll be done. Trump will never quit. He will never quit. Why would he quit? I mean, he he loves America, and all of these people here with me love America, and we we don't want to see what's going on right now. This is, I never thought that this would happen in my lifetime. But it is. And so now it's time to take our country back, get rid of all those rhinos that are in the Senate and in the House. I think that we should uh, dismantle and defund every, the DOJ, FBI, all of them, and start fresh with real MAGA people. That's what I feel. Freedom, Freedom let me ask you one more question before you let you go. We started the show the other day with Rachel Maddow who's the brains of the operation, MSNBC, came on the Lawrence O'Donnell show on the day that President Trump, it was announced he was indicted. And she actually told O'Donnell that um, what, what DOJ is doing here and what they should do, if President Trump commits to stepping down, not running and just walking away, then all the charges will be dropped. Is it your personal belief that that is what this exercise is totally about? Yes. I, I absolutely think so. I mean, he's been, he was, you know, indicted in New York. He's going to be indicted today. He's going to be indicted in, in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. He, he, they just want him to go away so that they can go ahead and st keep going with their agenda. And us Americans, I'm tired of their agenda. And Rachel Maddow is a, she's nothing. She's nothing to me. She needs to just give it up because nobody watches her. We watch you. We watch The War Room. We watch Real America's Voice. We watch Ben. That's what we watch because we want the truth. And she's not giving us the truth. Freedom, last question. Uh, the president is going to go back today to Bedminster and going to address the nation. Uh, we know the president people obviously watch the show very closely. What would be your advice to the president when he's flying back to Bedminster today? What is your advice of what he should say to the American people tonight? That he is never giving up. He will never give up on America. Never, ever. 
And us as Americans should never give up on our republic. It is not a democracy. It is a republic. And I am a constitutional conservative, and I believe in this country, and I know that he believes in this country, and I know that he believes in the American people. We just need, as American people, we need to start standing up and quit cowering in our homes. You know, who cares? So what the FBI comes and knocks on your door? Well, you know what? It's worth it to, ha to, to stand up to tyranny. Thank you for your service. Freedom, Absolutely, thank you very sir. much. It was uh, honor, it was, uh, honor, to, honor to have you on here. Admiral, it, it's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, hey, Ben, you stay right there. We're going to come back to you. We're going to take a, uh, we're going to take a break in a, in a few minutes. Do I have, um, so it is, do we know it's a bomb threat? Yeah. Okay, so it's verified that it is a bomb threat. They cleared out the media from at least our area. I don't know if everybody, yeah. and I really everybody. want... I, everybody, I really want to thank uh, Real America's Voice, particularly uh, uh, Rob and Parker Sig. Once again, did a tremendous job. We got out there early. We got the license. Everybody was set. We had the perfect, <laughs> perfect view. And of course, this happened. So, but that's what's you know you got to be very careful in these situations. So we can report there has been a bomb threat. The uh, media, I guess, outside the courtroom. Uh, they have cleared out this massive media presence. They've moved them all. We're going to make contact uh, with Captain Ben and, and Natalie Winters. Uh, ben Burkwam's there in the crowd. I'm very concerned about this crowd area because they have not barricaded them off. And no offense, police tape just doesn't work. They have not separated out uh, the two groups. Um, and uh, as we've seen before, these um, uh, hate Trump um you know, BLM, Antifa, professional thugs, and, and you've seen this now in the parents' rights movement. You saw this uh, amazing uh, punch-out uh, by the Armenian dads uh, in uh, what in Glendale, California, where they just wouldn't uh, tolerate what's happening to their children, uh, the drag shows and the grooming in the, in the public schools. And they had a school board meeting, and Antifa showed up. And if you look at the footage, they come and they come to fight. I'm, I'm pretty concerned about uh, what's going on out there because there's no separation. But we got Ben, we got Carolyn Wren. We're going to try to hook up with Mo and with uh, Natalie. We've told them, hey, no, today's not a day to be John Wayne. Just take a deep breath and let's get through this. But we can report that our coverage, our anchoring coverage uh, from Miami, has been moved with the other media as they've had a bomb threat, uh, I guess, outside the. Uh, the courtroom or enough for authorities to change it. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return in the war room on a day we're all taking a deep breath and we're going to focus on the signal. The signal is burning the Biden crime family down to the waterline. How about that? Suck on that, okay? Biden crime family. Back in the war room in just a moment. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS 
Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar. More and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're just getting organized on what's happening. It's been a bomb threat. I think there it was a package. We're trying to get the detail. They got the dogs out package, I think, outside of the court. Um, what we don't want to have happen is have this delay. We want President Trump in and out, um, and uh, hopefully this doesn't delay things. Uh, our coverage has, uh, has moved. Uh, people should know. Uh, Real America's Voice uh, has security. Uh, Mo and Natalie and the team and the rest of the team, Real America's Voice, great producers, are... Uh, fine. Of course, everybody's taking this obviously very seriously. The police and the authorities have cleared out the area. So what we've worked on for our coverage down there is going to be a little, uh, you know, not sketchy. We've got Ben Burkhorn, we've got Carolyn Renner, we're trying to get to other people. We'll figure it all out. Um, but the deeper thing is about and I got, uh, I got, uh, got Beatty at Revolver. Because we need just hammers. We had Gates. I'm bringing in Beatty. And, and here's why. You saw yesterday, and remember, we're the home of on offense. Our task and purpose is to uh, not deconstruct but take apart this administrative state and destroy the deep state. It's killing our country. And you can now see that timeline has come together between late 2019, November and December, when the laptop from hell was presented to main justice and to the FBI with everything that's on that. Uh, and when Rudy Giuliani, at the request of Barr, went to Pittsburgh, he and Bob Costello, the great Bob Costello, and they made a presentation to the U.S. attorney there. Uh, and uh, it went five hours, five and a half hours. They were then uh, in intense uh, discussions with them. And this was all about the 1023, all of this information coming out about the whistleblower, about these informants, about this information was all presented by them. Uh, and then uh, everybody went dark. And at that time, Joe Biden, um, Joe Biden lost in uh, Iowa, I think, fourth, fifth in New Hampshire. It was over. Stick a fork in him. Done. In history, those people just fade away. You can't run. And they had a, po- a, a photo, a famous photo on Amtrak. Biden by himself, not even a body man. Just by himself, the campaign was out of money. They had no momentum. He was going up from Washington on a cella in first class to, I think it was Jamie Dimon and, and uh, J.P. Morgan was hosting a group of Wall Street uh, tycoons and people that could write huge checks that had been set up before New Hampshire. And they were saying, this is so sad. This guy's ending it worse than he ended the one when he was kicked out for, for plagiarizing. It's over. It's done. And that guy became the Democratic nominee in the next 60 days. Okay? The Praetorian Guard is at work. This is no longer what I call late Republic uh, events, like the late Republic of the Roman Empire, the late Republic of the United States of America. 
This is what the empire does. The administrative state, the bureaucracy, the eunuchs, right, with their element, their muscle, which is the Praetorian Guard, the Centurions. And here you have the same thing, the FBI, the FBI, the uh, uh, DOJ, CIA, and the uh, intelligence and national security apparatus. That's what we've devolved to in this country. And our task and purpose in this is obviously defend President Trump. But this thing's such a sham. It's a joke. And we're not going to make it a more serious thing than it is because it's a joke. And it's never going to come to trial. Ever. Darren Beatty, you've also got explosive reporting on, uh, and you've been on this from day one, like a dog with a bone. This national security apparatus. Talk to me about the new reporting out of Revolver. And, and, and how, first of all, let me ask you, this day... This day in history, what should be our focus? What should be our task and purpose? And tell me about your new article. I mean, it's very clear this is a day that will live in infamy. At this point, national security is the language of the enemy. If you hear someone invoke the term national security, they are lying to you. The corrupt, illegitimate filth that are running this country into the ground are screaming national security as they rape us and spit on our ancestors and the people who built this country. It's all a joke. From the sham intelligence officials who made up some pretext about Hunter's laptop to the color revolution operatives who attempted to subvert Trump's presidency to day one, to now this really culmination of ridiculousness in this charge about classified documents, as though any of these people actually give a damn about the security of the United States. Give me a break. Now, you mentioned the latest Revolver.News piece. This is amazing. To give you a sense of how egregious and how embarrassing this latest efforts by the scumbags who run the country is. Consider this. A top FBI official came out, voluntarily subjected himself to an interview in the Judiciary Committee, and basically said the Mar-a-Lago raid was illegitimate. He went through a number of reasons this is the case, a number of ways in which the FBI deviated from protocol in the investigation. They didn't even bother asking for permission to raid. They went out of their way to exacerbate the political tensions behind this, because this is a political thing. It has nothing to do with the law, has nothing to do with national security. It's pure politics. It's pure subversion. And so this FBI guy came out and he listed all of the ways that this was a disgrace. And the thing is, this is not, it would be remarkable enough. It's just a former senior FBI official coming forward and saying this is a disgrace. This isn't just any disgraced former FBI official. This is someone Revolver.News has been on covering for a long time. This is Stephen D'Antuono. Now, if that name isn't familiar, this is the guy who originally ran the Detroit field office and oversaw the now disgraced entrapment operation known as the Whitmer kidnapping plot. He's the guy who was handpicked by Christopher Ray lead the Washington field office in the months leading up to and after January 6th. This is the guy who is the public face of the clearly hoaxed 
January 6th pipe bomb, which Revolver.News has destroyed at every angle to the point that this individual resigned quietly and in disgrace. And yet his conscience is so guilty. He's so animated by the need to cover his basis because of the crimes of the FBI and the corruption of FBI that he voluntarily put himself forth before the Judiciary Committee and basically said the Mar-a-Lago raid is absolutely illegitimate. And this is the basis of these sham charges. And so that gives you a sense of how bad it is. And also, I have to say, there's a lot more coming from this individual, Stephen D'Antuono. He is not a hardened criminal. He's not the hardened villain of the sort that the FBI actually needs. He's not a Merrick Garland. He's not a... Um, Mike Chertoff. He's not someone who's capable of carrying the dark secrets of our regime on his shoulders. So he's coming clean on a lot of things. We haven't heard the last of D'Antuono, so you can stay tuned for that. But as for these charges, it just really underscores whenever you hear the word national security, that means that the corrupt and illegitimate filth that run our country are trying to rape you. That's it. National security is the scam pretext of running this country into the ground and turning us into a dystopian hell state that would make the Chinese blush because at least the Chinese don't have all this, you know, drag queen, you know, tranny nonsense that we have. We're becoming just as bad as China, but infinitely more ridiculous. This is the direction we're in. And the people who are driving us in this direction right down the toilet bowl are shouting national security while they're doing it. It's a disgrace and we need to let them know we're onto the scam and we're not putting up with it. There are many actors, by the way, we're going to get to the, in my next block, if my crack team can get ready, the uh, desecration, particularly this, uh, I think I've got it up on Getter from Daily Mail from the Post. They have this video of this um, freak stripping on the on the grounds of the White House immediately after shaking uh, Biden's hands. It is one of the greatest desecrations I've ever seen, if not the greatest desecration on the grounds of the White House. And then you have the flag that what the 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 uh, progressive pride flag in a place of honor. We'll get to that in the next segment because uh, you have to deal with know what you're dealing with. But names like Norm Eisen, you got this whole network of people. What 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 uh, uh, Gates said is that the victory of, of, uh, of Obama was not Obamacare. It was putting, putting in, hardwiring in operatives into every yep. aspect of DOJ, the intelligence apparatus. Give us, give us a couple minutes on that, inject, your thoughts. If I can just inject a very quick point on that, Steve, is one thing that came out in the testimony of Stephen D'Antuono is a theme that expands beyond the scope of the Mar-a-Lago raid, which he was addressing directly. And that is that... You see deviations from normal protocol within the FBI where they're outsourcing critical roles and critical positions to counterintelligence officials within the DOJ. This outsourcing of critical functions to counterintelligence officials to do the dirty deeds is a common theme that undergirds this Obamaization of the federal bureaucracy and all the corruption that we've seen attendant to that. All of these counterintelligence people are deeply corrupt. They're part of the same network. They're part of the same kind of Russia obsessives, but using the obsession with Russia more as a pretext to turn America itself into uh, a disgusting tyranny. 
that's what's going on here. And so that's, I think, an interesting detail that D'Antuono describes is the outsourcing of common functions, common protocol that you'd have field office people in the FBI doing these things to handpicked counterintelligence people in the DOJ that they know are going to be good little dogs. They're going to be good little janitors for the regime and do what Merrick Garland tells them to do. Okay, Darren, if you could hang with me for a second. Um, we're going to go back also. Darren B is going to hang with me. We're going to go back to the degree we have people free to go back to in Miami outside the federal courthouse. There has been a bomb threat. Actually, I think they have a package that they picked up, uh, and they've moved the media, including our own anchors, Natalie Winters and Mo Bennett. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. Friends, I can't believe the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. Let me repeat that. Your family's food security. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Grocery stores will be empty because roads will be closed and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. That's My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. The food in these kits last up to 25 years, which means your family will stay fed while others wait for government handouts. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get fast and free shipping. Do this today or you'll regret it tomorrow. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we've made contact uh, with our own Natalie Winters. Uh, Natalie, uh, tell us, get us up to speed on what's going on. So even in Banana Republic, the show must go on. So I am back live with you, probably about 100 yards away from at least what I've seen and heard uh, with my own eyes and on the ground here is believed to be a potential explosive device. I guess they're doing the whole runaround when it comes to police officers, dogs. Uh, I believe it is actually a TV that was left by someone. They don't know who, uh, but they kicked out basically everyone there. You can't really see it, but a police line again with the yellow police tape keeping basically all of the media back. We haven't really heard much, just the police officers yelling at everyone to stay away uh, from the area. Really, only cars are being allowed to pass by, but like I said, we haven't really heard much, but I guess it was a bomb threat, and I just have to put it in there. No conspiracies, no coincidences, but we did get moved. At the exact moment that you asked me uh, my thoughts on the 1023 form and everything that was going on in Ukraine. So I just have to put that out there. But other than that, nothing new to report. Do, do you think the authority, I understand there's a bunch bigger police presence now. We're showing the B-roll. Is your sense that authorities are on top of things there or is it a little chaotic? It's definitely chaotic. Um, the primary police force here is they all have DHS and then police emblazoned on their chest, whereas... The uh, Miami, Florida police, as you can see behind me now, we have Miami police coming. Um, but the, the 
primary police force inside of the police line, like I said, is, is DHS. I'm not exactly sure when it comes to the whole jurisdiction stuff, but this is the first actually Miami police presence um, that I've seen. I will say there's not a lot of communication. I will say it is interesting as we were being pushed to leave, uh, they did push basically all of the media and all of the protesters, whether they were pro-Trump, anti-Trump, of course, that first faction heavily outweighing the latter, um, but basically all together. So I even got mixed up with a bunch of screaming Antifa types, but I am I'm fine. Um, but yeah, so there's the logistics wise, uh, they definitely, I think, probably could have had better planning. And like I said, my fundamental question is these barricades that aren't even withholding the weather in Miami don't really seem to be all that uh, secure. They're just yellow police tape. Nat- Natalie, just hang on one second. You and Mo, hang on one second. Sure. We're going to come back to you momentarily. Let me go. I got Darren Beatty. Let me go to Mike Davis. We're pressed for time. Mike, you had some amazing tweets up last night. Give us your assessment. Matt Gates uh, gave a pretty. Uh, uh, he thinks this thing is poorly put together. It's it brings in Hillary Clinton to the situation, which he thinks could help us. He just thinks this thing kind of written like a joke. Uh, what say you? This indictment, the more I, I read it and reread it, it is a dog of a legal case because it shows that Biden and Garland are even more political and in, and insane with their legal theory than I understood. They want President Trump to die in prison over his retention of his own presidential records, which he's allowed to have under the Presidential Records Act, whether he owns them as his personal records under the Clinton sock drawer case, or even if he, even if that Clinton sock drawer case is now wrong because it's Trump, his, he's allowed to have his presidential records under the Presidential Records Act. Even if the government owns them, he's allowed to have them. And there, what the what the Garland indictment says is that by him simply retaining his presidential records uh, that they they say are national defense information documents, that he has violated the Espionage Act, and they want to put him in prison for the rest of his life over this. They claim it's really because he's Biden's political opponent. The problem is, is they're ignoring that he didn't and that Trump didn't intend to cause any injury to the United States by having these records. They're not even alleging that he disclosed these records. They're not even charging him with disclosing these records. They're just simply charging him with retaining national defense information records. So they're saying that even if a president of the United States declassifies records, if he keeps those declassified records, he's committed espionage. That is an unconstitutional reading of the Espionage Act. And this is why Jack Smith uh, is the king of bringing indictments against presidential candidates and then getting overturned unanimously by the U.S. Supreme Court. But frankly, he doesn't care. He doesn't care if he gets overturned because the whole goal here is to take out a a political opponent, whether it is Bob, Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell in Virginia, uh, who was the re- uh, potential Republican presidential candidate, who he took out. There's the John Edwards issue where they had a John Edwards problem for the Democrat Party. Did Merrick Garland seek a legal opinion from the Office of Legal Counsel, OLC, before he brought this unprecedented indictment of a former president who happens to be Garland's boss's political opponent? OLC is the general counsel for the executive branch. It's right in the Justice Department, right down the hall from Merrick Garland's. 
maybe Garland could have asked, how can you charge a former president for espionage for retaining his presidential records he's allowed to have under the Presidential Records Act, whether the government owns them as presidential records or he owns them as, he owns them as personal records? Even if the Presidential Records Act somehow doesn't apply here and the Espionage Act applies, how can you charge a former president for retaining his for retaining his allegation, let alone evidence, that he intended to hurt the United States. And how can you ignore the 2019 Office of Legal Counsel uh, legal opinion that's binding on Garland, binding on federal prosecutors that you generally cannot charge obstruction of justice for the investigations into non-crimes? It was not a crime for President Trump to have his presidential records in the office of the former president in Mar-a-Lago. It is funded by Congress. It has secure space, federally funded staff with security clearances and secret service protection. These documents never leaked for 18 months until Garland, until Biden really ordered this illegal raid on Trump to get back these damning crossfire hurricane records. Uh, real quickly, what's your, I know you got to bounce. What is your recommendation? Do you think the House has been aggressive enough? I know Senator Grassley's trying, but he's in the minority in the Senate. Has the House been aggressive enough at getting involved in this and, and calling people to account? Well, I think that they need to. I think that they need to start uh, uh, issuing subpoenas immediately. They need to start issuing subpoenas for documents, for testimony, for staff depositions, for public hearings, for everyone involved in all these scandals. And they also need to look at Marjorie Taylor Greene's proposal to have an appropriations writer to cut off any federal funding for Jack Smith's office. This is obviously a political hit. Jack Smith is obviously a political operative who brings bogus legal theories to take out presidential candidates. He gets reversed unanimously by the Supreme Court. Jack Smith's white wife was the bio, wrote, uh, produced a biography for the Obamas and donated $1,000 to Biden in 2020. Like, give me a damn break. Uh, Mike, I know you got to go. Uh, where do people uh, get you, sir? Uh, Article3project.org, Article3project.org. You can donate there, there as we're gearing up at Article 3 Project, at Article Number 3 Project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. <clears throat> and my personal is at M-R-D-D-M-I-A. This is a bogus political hit to take out President Trump. People need to wake up and start pushing back. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Mike. A great analysis. Let's go back um, to uh, Mo and uh, Natalie. Mo, uh, are you guys being allowed back in the area? Are you getting the all clear signal? Hey, Steve. I think we are the first news outlet to be back and broadcasting uh, after the supposed bomb threat. I guess they cleared it. They tore down basically all the police tape uh, in just about a minute. Uh, so we're back here. All the other media crews have been allowed back in. And it seems like all the protesters are starting up again. So all is as well as it could be uh, outside of the courthouse where Trump is set to be arraigned. I don't know what time it is, uh, but in a few hours. Uh, Natalie, thanks. Is Mo there? Let, uh, here's the concern I've got. Does so the, the only, Miami don't police have the audio, the, so you have to talk to me, but I'm okay. going to Mo. Can so you, just give me if you no, can no, 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 Natalie. Let me hear from you. We can get Mo hooked up. Let me just ask you: it, Are do authorities look like they're on top of things? There, it looks it looks quite chaotic. They do. So um, immediately they have us evacuated. 
it looked like the EOD team. So I know the footage that I sent was um, retweeted out. It looked like the EOD team was looking what looked like a television set. I honest, I actually believe that that was their TV set to look at their devices roaming around the areas that are set up by media to make sure that there was no actual bomb um, to verify that everything is good to go. There is a ton of police presence. They do look like they are on top of everything. Um, I will keep my eyes open and peeled and my head on a swivel the rest of the day to make sure that it remains that way. Okay, you and Natalie, hang, hang tight there for a second. Let me go. Do I have Ben Burkwam out in the crowd? Let me go to Ben. Ben, uh, has it gotten any better of the separation of these two factions, the the hate Trump faction that normally is a professional uh, group of haters and thugs and people looking to disrupt and and these patriots that come there to support uh, the president? We lost Ben. Okay, that's okay. Um, so let's let's hit the rewind button here for a second. I'm going to go back to Darren Beatty in a moment. Um, there was a bomb threat uh, outside uh, the federal courthouse. All the media was cleared out. That took about, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour. I guess they found that it's either a TV screen or the package. There was some controversy about was there a package with some writing on it. We don't know if that's true or not. Hasn't been verified. A fairly chaotic morning. Uh, in uh, in Miami, and we can anticipate that uh, the agents of chaos uh, will try to make this as chaotic as possible. We know the president's going to go through all the administrative stuff uh, with the arrest, with the FBI, and then go to the federal courthouse, hopefully be in and out. I know Bob Costa and other people um, uh, are uh, are going back. Let me go back. Is Ben Burkwam? You got to cut the mic. Ben, let me yeah, say, you got, got that you, on-off switch in the mic? You got to cut it. You got it, brother? Okay, <laughs> tell me what you got. I got it. I got it. Yeah. So actually, let me just turn this around real quick. We've got the pro-Trump supporters out here. They were just uh, chanting, we want Trump. We want Trump. It's definitely more Trump supporters out here than uh, than the opposition. But uh, what I've heard is that Antifa is supposed to show up around 2 p.m. is what the threat that they've given. And, you know, again, that's just one of those things that comes with the territory. While we were out here during that bomb threat or the, the, the TV threat, uh, that we just had. We saw the riot police come walking through. They actually walked down the street away from us. I don't know. It looks like they're heading down to stage somewhere in anticipation for potential, you know, uh, altercation that may happen later on. But so far, it's, you know, it, outside of a little yelling back and forth, again, it's been a peaceful day. And, and again, mainly supporters of President Trump out here. In fact, I have one of those here, Cuban immigrant, Elizabeth, who's also a moderator on the War Room Telegram page, if we want to bring her on. Yeah, let's do it. So, Elizabeth, so talk to us. You were telling me that story uh, about your, your family, your father. Talk to us about this and the significance of this battle for America that you see going on. Exactly. Well, first of all, hi, Steve. It's an honor to be here. A pleasure. Thank um, you. Yeah. Honor to have know, you. I guess it's the typical Cuban-American story. You know, family, communism arrives in Cuba. A lot of people leave. Some people get stuck. They can't go. My dad was one of them. He fought really hard since he was a teenager to leave, but he got stuck in the military, and um, he couldn't do it. He married, had children, and his ultimate object objection was just to 
not be part of this system of government. He did not want his children to grow up there, and he took us out. I grew up, actually, in Boston, Massachusetts, and um, did not become a Democrat. Um, my dad was a die-hard Reaganite, voted Republican, but only for him, and he was going to vote for Trump. But he passed away two months before, very, very quickly. And he, hold, hold, hold that thought, Steve. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, hang on. Right. Hold ben, that Elizabeth, just hang, just, hang, just, just hang on. Yeah, hold the thought. We're gonna take a short break. At BD, Natalie, Mo, Ren, all of it from Miami. Short break. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because of EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including covid EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code STEVE. ekpure.com code STEVE. I'm Steve Stern, CEO of FlagShirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit FlagShirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. Okay, action, action, action. Make sure this is going to be tomorrow. We're going to have Stern on this afternoon. We've got to have a great flag day tomorrow, given the desecration at the White House. Darren Beatty, how do people get to Revolver? You guys are all over the story. Go to revolver.news for the piece I mentioned. Absolute bombshell information about the FBI agent who came forward and why. Remember, this is the January 6th hatchet man who's so embarrassed by the Mar-a-Lago raid that he volunteered himself to come forward publicly and basically say what a disgrace it was. We have a lot of details on this. We're white hot. Read the piece and understand why FBI agents are getting their security clearances revoked for sharing revolver.news. It's the hottest site. Go there now at the very top. I'll be back. Make it part of your diet. Hopefully get Darren back on this afternoon. Darren Beatty, thank you. Ben Burkwam. You're hearing Antifa is going to arrive about 2 o'clock. Is that what you're hearing? Yeah, that, that's the word on the street. That's, that's, that's their threat that, uh, that we've been given. That was Forgio Blow that just walked by. We've got Laura Loomer out here as well. 
Bottom line is the Patriots are out here, Steve. They get it. This is the last line of defense in our country. President Trump was the only president that stood up to defend we the people, and that's why they're out here supporting President Trump. We anticipate more Patriots to be showing up. Noon is when they were told to arrive, and we've got crowds coming in right now as we speak in support of President Trump against this sham indictment. Okay, Ben's going to be there. Charlie Kirk comes on at noon. Jack Posobiec at 2. We're going to be back at 5. Ben, you be very safe today. The thing could get a little crazy down there, so just watch yourself. Hey, and just, this is, it's in God's hands, guys. Pray for America, in Jesus' name. Thank you, brother. Let's go to Natalie Winters and Mo. Natalie, uh, give me your assessment. We're going to turn to Charlie Kirk here in a moment. You're going to be back with us, anchoring our coverage with uh, Maureen Bannon uh, this afternoon. Give us your assessment of the morning. Of course, and I'll also be joining Jack Posobiec's show at around uh, 2.15 p.m. Uh, but as you were coming to us, a chant of We Want Trump just broke out. And I think that about perfectly encapsulates the mood on the ground here. They know the fake mainstream media deplatforming him on social media, impeachments, indictments, pandemics, you name it, can't stop him. And it really seems like his base, like I said, to start off the show before all this craziness happened, uh, really is showing up. And I frankly, I don't even think bomb threats uh, are going to keep him away because I keep seeing people pour in and pour in with hats and flags and shirts. Uh, it's really amazing to see. Okay, Natalie, Natalie is going to be on I the Jack Posobiec. Hey, hang on just one second. I, just I don't believe Natalie's that the bomb threats. Natalie's going to be on Posobiec at 2.15. Okay. That, Natalie's going to be on, uh, is going to be on um, Jack Posobiec at 2.15. That is supposedly, according to Ben Burkwam, and Antifa's going to uh, arrive, so that ought to be quite interesting. Natalie, I want you to be very safe down there. Uh, Maureen Bannon, your thoughts. I don't believe that this bomb threat is going to keep the Patriots away, as we've seen. And as Natalie said, more and more of the MAGA base has arrived since they gave the all clear. And we expect to see many more here throughout the day. So, Mo, I don't want you and Natalie uh, trying to be John Wayne down there. I want to be very careful because this is a fluid situation, I would say. So I want you and Natalie to make sure... Don't go John Wayne. Don't don't be Rambo today. Let's be very careful down there, okay? Of course. <laughs> okay, Natalie Winters, Mo Bannon, uh, going to anchor our coverage for this afternoon. Right now, I think about 1 o'clock, I think the president was going to be involved with the FBI. It's supposedly 3 or 3.30 at the federal courthouse. We're going to be back here live uh, with analysis and assessment of course, the president's going to leave. Uh, Boris is going to, I think, try to join us this afternoon, too. He's with the president. The president going to go back to Bedminster, and there's going to be an address to the nation tonight at 8.15. Of course, we'll be breaking all that down and going through all of it. Uh, once again, a, a, a morning of uh, big turnout uh, by the, uh, the pro-Trump MAGA forces. And you can see people there are, uh, you know, wearing the red, white, and blue it's, it looks like a, a Trump rally-type crowd of these working-class and middle-class uh, patriots that love their country that think this is an outrage. And the reason they think it's an outrage, it is an outrage. What we commit to, to you is uh, that we are going to stay focused on what's most important, is that that is taking on the deep state, taking on the administrative state, and taking it apart brick by brick. And particularly in the Biden crime family, 
it is to focus very much on the crimes of the Biden crime family. But as Congressman Gates said today, it's to bifurcate the, the crimes of the Biden crime syndicate. OK, and the cover up by the Praetorian Guard and uh, that that protects them and drives them forward. Also, we are going to get to the bottom of how Biden was selected. It's quite obvious now between the laptop from hell and Rudy's 100-page report, which only now is coming to light about these, uh, these uh, as Gates said, uh, probably uh, the most important whistleblower that the FBI has in its entire repertoire. Uh, within those 90 days that Christopher Ray and Bill Barr knew everything, knew everything, they, uh, J- Joe Biden came back from the political dead. He came back from uh, a fourth in Iowa and a fifth in New Hampshire to be selected as the Democratic nominee over Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. So we're going to get to the bottom of all this. Uh, the nation's been put into a constitutional crisis by radicals like Merrick Garland uh, and, uh, and Jack Smith. We're going to have wall-to-wall coverage. We're going to turn you over now to Charlie Kirk here on Real America's Voice. Real America's Voice has a huge team down in Miami. Uh, including Bern Burkwam, who's out in the crowd. Caroline Wren is down there also uh, somewhere. Uh, she'll be on. Of course, Natalie's going to join Jack Posobiec, the new Jack Posobiec show, Human Events Daily at 2 p.m. Natalie be there. We're going to be back here at 5. Captain Maureen Bannon and Natalie Winters, Ben Burkwam, your humble servant, Stephen K. Bannon, will provide you wall-to-wall coverage from 5 to 7. And, of course, the President's Address to the Nation, a... 13 June, the year of our Lord, 2023, a day that will live in infamy, and we're going to cover it wall to wall. Charlie Kirk picks it up from here. Veterans, you know, we have been all over the supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants. 
to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 